This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 87 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. In light of some current events that have been going on these days, we are going to talk about firearm safety and incidents that happen when handling firearms. There are two major causes of firearm incidents or accidents, ignorance and carelessness. Ignorance is a lack of knowledge, ignorance of the rules of safe gun handling, and ignorance of the proper and safe way to operate a firearm. There are three rules of safe gun handling. The first one is to always keep the gun pointed in a safe direction. The second rule is to always keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. And the third rule is to always keep the gun unloaded until ready to use. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into each of those here in a few minutes. The second major cause of firearm accidents is carelessness. Carelessness is a poor or improper attitude. Carelessness is a failure to apply these three rules of gun safe handling and failing to observe the proper procedures for safely operating a firearm. As a certified NRA firearms instructor, my job is to make sure that all of the students that take my courses understand and know those three rules of gun safety. I always call it the always, always, always rules. They are, again, always keep that gun pointed in a safe direction, always keep your finger off the trigger until ready to shoot, and always keep the gun unloaded until ready to use. These rules are applied every single time a firearm is handled, whether it be a safe and clear firearm in the classroom or when we're on the range getting ready to do live firing. We always follow those three always rules 
any and every time we handle a firearm. So what does it mean to always keep the gun pointed in a safe direction? This is the number one cardinal rule of gun safety. The very end of your barrel is called the muzzle. If you have muzzle awareness and know where that muzzle is pointed at all times, would you agree with me that we could virtually eliminate every shooting incident or accident that happens if we only were to control the muzzle end of our firearm, keeping it in a safe direction at all times? This is the number one rule and everything else falls into place if we follow this very important rule of firearm safety. A safe direction is anywhere that you point the gun, if it were to go off, would not cause injury or damage to people or property. The key to this rule is to control that muzzle or the very front end of the barrel every time that you handle the firearm. Even if your firearm is safe and clear, there's no ammunition present, the action is open, and you know that firearm is not going to discharge, you still treat it as if it's loaded and you always are aware of that muzzle, keeping it pointed in a safe direction. Common sense will dictate the safest direction depending on whatever circumstance you're in. Your safe direction changes with every single step that you take. If you're walking side by side with a friend and you each are carrying firearms and at the moment they're pointed in the safe direction, at any moment stepping a front of or behind your friend is going to change that safe direction. So muzzle awareness should be ingrained in your brain every time you're near or handling any firearm. It should be to the point that if somebody else is handling a firearm, instinctively, you should be looking at that muzzle and watching where it's pointed, making sure that you are clear of whichever direction that that muzzle is pointed. So always keep that gun pointed in a safe direction. Even if you have a rubber gun for training, or even if you have a broomstick, if you are saying that that item is a firearm for the time being, And the question comes up, can this go off and discharge, even if it's a rubber gun, a toy gun, or a broomstick, if it's treated like a firearm for that moment, the answer is yes, it can go off. That's how we need to treat every firearm, assuming that it can go off at any time, which is why it's critical to get that mindset wrapped around keeping that muzzle pointed in a safe direction at all times. 2020, 2021 have seen record, record numbers of new firearm owners and new purchases of guns. A responsible new firearms owner should take the time and the responsibility to find a basic firearm safety course. Learn how to use that firearm, learn how to treat it safely and with respect, and learn how to use it properly. You can get this training through searching up any NRA basic firearm course, whether it be a pistol course, shotgun, or a rifle. Learning the basics of firearm safety and handling is only going to make you a more responsible and more aware gun owner. The second rule 
of gun safety is to always keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. What does that look like? Anytime you pick up a firearm, keeping the muzzle in a safe direction, you always want to keep your index finger resting outside of the trigger guard, which is the guard that protects the trigger. You always want to keep your finger indexed, pointed, and resting alongside of the firearm and never touching the trigger until you are on the firing line, having that firearm pointed downrange at your target and ready to shoot. You should be so aware of not only your muzzle, but your finger, your trigger finger and keeping that finger indexed. You should be so aware of that, that when you pick up a squirt bottle or a garden hose or even the vacuum cleaner, that finger should never touch the trigger until you're ready to squeeze it and move forward with whatever you're doing, whether it's squirting the bottle, turning on the hose, or starting up the vacuum cleaner. The third rule of gun safety is to always keep the gun unloaded until ready to use. Whenever you pick up a gun, always keep it pointed in a safe direction, keeping your finger off the trigger, and you always want to make sure that it is not loaded until you're actually ready to use it. What does that mean if you're traveling to a range or if you're traveling to a hunting trip? You always want to make sure the action is open, it's clear and safe from any ammunition, and your ammunition is stored separate and away from your firearm en route to your trip. Not only do you want to visually inspect the action, making sure it is free and clear of any ammunition, even though your ammunition is removed and away from your firearm, you always want to double, triple, and even four times check your firearm visually and physically inspecting the chamber and magazine area, which should be clear of that ammunition. You want to leave the action open and engage the safety whenever possible. If you do not know how to open the action or inspect your firearm to make sure it's safe and clear, leave the gun alone and seek help from someone who can help you. Go to a reputable dealer or a reputable gun store or a gunsmith and ask for help. You always want to make sure that you know your equipment, know how to use it, and know what to do if something malfunctions so you can make that gun safe until you can seek further assistance. So again, following those three gun safety rules, the always, 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 safe direction, finger off the trigger, unloaded until ready to shoot. By following those three safety rules, your incidents are going to drastically decrease with a firearm if you always are following those rules, keeping yourself and other people safe. As a firearms instructor, it is my primary focus to make sure I repeat those three steps and those three safety rules throughout my entire day of training, both in the classroom and on the range. It is my job as an NRA firearms instructor to not only introduce students to the knowledge, skills, and attitude necessary for owning and using a firearm safely, but be sure that they understand what that means and what that looks like. 
brand new firearms owners don't have that skill set and knowledge base that people who've been around firearms already have. So teaching these courses and teaching brand new people who are just now learning about firearms, teaching those three rules, those three always, making sure they understand what that means and they can demonstrate to me what that looks like for muzzle direction, indexing that finger and keeping the guns unloaded till ready to use. Throughout any firearms course, students are going to learn about the parts of the firearm, the operation, ammunition, the gun safety, of course, the shooting fundamentals, and they're going to learn how to properly clean and maintain their firearm. I can recall numerous times when I've had students who are, quote, very experienced with firearms, end quote. And when you're teaching different parts of the firearm or the firing sequence, how it works between pulling the trigger to the actual round discharging, people don't know the basics. And I'm always amazed at how many people have been around firearms and feel pretty comfortable around firearms yet they still seem to take something away from that basic training. It's always good to go back to your fundamentals. It's always good to go back to the basics and to remember why we learn those basics so they are stepping stones and building blocks as we advance in our knowledge, skills, and training. In order to uphold the NRA's adherence to safety, and to maintain standardization among all NRA courses, instructors must adhere to the following guidelines when conducting NRA basic firearm courses. There are NRA policies that we all must follow. The number one policy, no live ammunition allowed in the classroom ever. In a training environment, we're handling and dry firing is necessary, it is imperative and critical that no loaded firearms or the potential for a loaded firearm be present. If ammunition is not in the room, it cannot possibly get into a firearm. This not only protects the instructor from potential liability, but it also protects the students as well. Only dummy non-firing ammunition that is visually distinct from live rounds is allowed in the classroom. Live ammunition may only be present on the range during live fire exercises and under the supervision of an instructor. This rule also applies to concealed carry or licensed to carry students. If someone has a firearm that is loaded and it is concealed, It is still not allowed in any firearm training course because there's live ammunition. Absolutely no live ammunition of any way, shape, or form in a classroom when we're teaching firearms. In all NRA courses, there is another policy that states it is a one-to-one student-to-instructor ratio on the firing line. Additionally, It's recommended that a range safety officer is also present overseeing the safe operation of the entire firing line, ensuring that everyone is doing the right thing, following the rules, and staying safe. 
I've been an NRA instructor for many, many years, and I have conducted hundreds of firearms safety courses. After every class, I mentally conduct a debriefing to myself of the class. The first thing I review in my mind is if there were any safety issues that I need to address for future classes. As a result, there are additional safety rules that I've implemented into my own courses. In my self-assessment of my class, I've identified two categories that might result in additional safety rules. These categories are those that students must adhere to and those that I should follow. I continually stress safety as the most important part of the classes that I teach. The first category involves my students. I do not have any idle or downtime in any of my classes. This also includes the range. Per the NRA, if I have multiple students in the class and I'm teaching it alone, I only have one shooter on the firing line at a time under my direct supervision and provide them one-on-one instruction to each and every student. What I've observed in previous classes were that some students became disengaged or bored as they were waiting for their turn to shoot. Now, I have the students who are waiting their turn act as range safety officers. They've learned before we go to the range what it means to be a range safety officer for that moment, what safety violations they should look for, and suggestions for them to keep the range safe. I want their feedback. I want them thinking. I want their input. This serves two purposes. First, it adds additional eyes on the range for safety, and second, it keeps all of my students engaged at the same time. The second category are the rules that I have implemented upon myself. Students oftentimes bring their firearms if they wish to shoot them on the range. They usually do not like leaving their firearm in their vehicle when they come inside during class time and they oftentimes ask if they can bring in their unloaded firearm into the classroom with them. First, I visually inspect any firearm that is brought into my classroom outside of my classroom. I not only inspect the firearm, but also any shooting bag or case for any loose rounds. I am amazed at how many live rounds I find in carry bags, cases, and in some instances, the chamber of the pistol. I have prevented many rounds of live ammunition from entering my classroom simply by checking the firearms at the door outside of the classroom. The next rule that I have implemented upon myself is that the training firearms that I use in my classroom for training purposes are never, ever used to shoot live rounds. That prevents me from accidentally leaving a live round in my classroom training guns or in the bag of those training guns when transporting to and from. This can be an expensive adventure because I have purchased firearms exclusively and only as training guns, never to be shot. Perfectly good, right off the shelf, firing and functional firearms but they've never had a round shot through them because the purpose of that firearm when I bought it 
was to be used as a training gun. I have a range bag that I've purchased, and this bag only includes training firearms. It doesn't even come with me when I go to the gun range. It's only a classroom bag, only classroom firearms, and only dummy ammunition. Never anything live comes into that bag, even outside of my classroom. I like that rule because it distinguishes my two types of firearms. This class set is for indoors only, used for training. My other set of firearms is only used on the range for live fire exercises. The third rule that I follow that I've implemented concerns the firearms that we clean in all of my firearm classes. The firearms that we clean are the ones that we just shot at the range. I have each and every student check the firearm outside of the classroom before any firearm enters through the classroom door. This serves two purposes. First, it verifies and re-verifies multiple times that each of the firearms are safe. Second, it's a practical exercise that teaches the students how to ensure that a firearm is safe. Anytime I handle an unloaded firearm in the classroom for training purposes, I always make sure the action is open, keeping the gun pointed in a safe direction and keeping my finger off the trigger. I announce safe and clear, showing the open action and empty chamber to the class. I then walk around to each student, keeping the gun pointed in a safe direction and having each student visually inspect the firearm that I am handling, and then I have each and every student announce and verify safe and clear until all students have verified that my unloaded firearm I am about to use in training is safe and clear. This exercise emphasizes the importance of firearm safety And by repetition, continually checking firearms to ensure they are safe and clear anytime and every time we are handling them off the range. The next step is to have the students handle the firearm that they've just verified and show me how they make it safe and clear. Now they're taking it into their own hands and they're understanding what it means to make a gun safe and clear visually inspecting and physically inspecting that that action is open and the chamber is free of any ammunition. Remember those two causes of firearm accidents, ignorance and carelessness. By stressing those three always, 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 you're teaching your students and you're teaching all firearm owners about how to be a safe gun owner knowing how to keep that firearm in a safe direction, and preventing any firearm accident. As an NRA firearms instructor, you are responsible for the safety of everyone in your class. Even if you're not a certified NRA firearms instructor, it is your responsibility if you have a firearm, if you own firearms, Anybody that you come into contact with that wants to learn about firearms and handling and different actions and rifles, pistols, shotguns, whatever it may be, it is your job as a responsible gun owner to make sure that you are teaching the proper and safe use and handling of a firearm. 
you can't go wrong by following those three rules of safe gun handling. Always keep the gun pointed in a safe direction. Always keep your finger off the trigger until ready to shoot. And always keep the gun unloaded until ready to use. The consequences of having an accident or an incident on your watch can be far-reaching. First, you could be held criminally and civilly responsible depending on the laws in your jurisdiction. Second, if you're affiliated with the NRA, you have the risk of losing your certifications as an instructor depending on the circumstance. Finally, there could be severe and unrepairable damage to your reputation as a firearms owner or as a firearms instructor. Any of these consequences could bring an end to your career as a firearms instructor or just the end of your reputation by allowing an accident to happen on your time. Doing everything you can to teach and preach the gospel of firearm safety is our job to keep our right to bear arms and teaching people the importance of our Second Amendment. Always do your part anytime you handle firearms or anytime that you're around others where firearms are present. Make it a point and make it a priority because all too often you never get a second chance at safety. There is no better classroom than the outdoors roaming the woods and waters, and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. It's fun to go with like just full blown redneck on these fish. This is like high tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.